Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. Before we jump into today's news, I want to share some exciting news of our own. We have a website that has undergone a major transformation, making it easier for you to find and enjoy our reporting. From policy to campaigns, polling to special projects, and everything you need to stay informed. We've got it for you just one click away. You can check it out after the podcast at punchbowl.news. All right, let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, barreling toward a shutdown. Number two, all eyes on Senate Majority Chuck Schumer and what he will do about Senator Bob Menendez. And number three, we've got the latest in the vault. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are quickly uh, moving towards a government shutdown. It is Wednesday morning. Uh, and as based on everything we know right now, it seems exceedingly likely that the federal government is going to shut down this weekend full stop. Yeah, I don't see I don't see any way around it at this point. Um, there are those who think that a... Um, a solution is in the offing. I am not one of those people. <laughs> I don't believe the solution is anywhere close. So here's here's what the state of play is, just very quickly, and then we could riff on this for a couple minutes. Number one, the Senate is um, has released, we scooped yesterday, a CR. Not clean at all. <laughs> this includes $6 billion for um, Ukraine, both in military aid and effectively diplomatic assistance, budget assistance. And six billion dollars for FEMA uh, for floods. Uh, sorry for uh, bad weather, uh, damaging weather, natural disasters around the country, namely in Florida, Vermont, and Hawaii. That is a forty-seven day CR that lasts until November fifteenth, uh, November seventeenth. I'm sorry. Um, so all of that said, this. This package, uh, which Chuck Schumer filed cloture on, or began the process of, he did file cloture on the motion to proceed last night. It passed with 77 yes votes. So clearly it's going to pass the Senate. Now, uh, Rand Paul and J.D. Vance have both signaled they don't like this bill. Rand Paul has said he's not going to speed up consideration of this bill. Now, what does that mean? That means it's likely going to come to a vote Sunday. What happens Saturday night at, tw- at, you know, what happens at midnight on Sunday morning? The government shuts down. So weekend shutdowns are not that big of a deal in the sense that the government doesn't go into shutdown over a weekend. It will go into shutdown over a Monday. I don't think this will be resolved by Monday. I don't. Um, I, could it be? Sure, it could be. I don't think it will be. Now, that's the Senate. The Senate... Um, is its own thing. Now, that bill stands 0% chance of getting passed by the House. Zero. As it stands now. As it stands now. This is all as it stands now. Everything could change. It's a fast-moving story. As it stands now, this thing has zero chance of passing the House. I don't think it's going to get to the floor. Now, what will McCarthy do? Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, the guy who we all see in photos all the time. Um... McCarthy will look to amend that CR, probably, with border provisions, HR2. We scooped that yesterday as well. Um, He is trying to pass his own CR. He will not be able to do so. (laughs) He won't. Um, 
He is pa- trying to pass four appropriations bills this week. He won't be able to do so. Not that it matters, because it's a show in the sense that it, it, those bills won't get reconciled with the Senate's bills before Sunday. So, um, the goal of the leadership here is to make a shutdown short, the Republican leadership, and to isolate some of the problem children, as the leadership might call them, um, pretty early and try to make the shutdown as short as possible. That all being said, that's going to be difficult. Um, McCarthy and the leadership would like to keep everything tightly focused on the border. Um, but there are many Republicans who have problems with Ukraine aid, with the spending in the CR. It is going to be a big problem. Now, people say, well, why doesn't McCarthy pa- pair with Democrats and put this thing on the floor? He's not going to do that now. Could he do that during a shutdown? It's possible. Um They need to touch the stove here, as they say sometimes in politics. And I think that's what's going to happen. And Anna, tell me why I'm right, wrong, indifferent, or what? I think it's just, I think it's interesting. I think a couple things. One, to your point, you know, the Senate changing strategy yet again, right? It was not. They they had kind of moved from this big kind of idea of a big package they were going to send to the House to this very clean package, no disaster relief, no Ukraine funding, now kind of changing years once again. I think to your point, illustrates how quickly things can change in each chamber. Um, and then, I th- you know, this idea that it's all of a sudden going to be Kevin McCarthy looking to Democrats to help him pass this kind of a bill or even amend this bill to do something like that. I think we are far away from that, right? I think if McCarthy, as he always is looking over his shoulder because he's got Matt Gates threatening uh, to, you know, do a, ma- a motion to vote, vacate uh, as soon as this week, frankly, um, you know, always has to be worried about his right flank. That would incense them, right? I mean, it's, it's really difficult to see unless you get pretty far into something where he can say, you know, the right is intractable. Hard to understand how kind of politically he moves towards that very quickly. Yes, I agree with that. I mean, listen, the reality is that this is only a couple of members of Congress who are taking this position, uh, 10 of them. So you're talking about, you know, 5% of the House Republican conference and even smaller. In a 5C majority, that matters. I agree with you. You're preaching the choir, my man. (laughs) (laughs) My woman. Uh, But listen, I don't know how... um, What what will be bolstered here is if they can't pass a CR and they can't pass four spending bills, McCarthy's going to be like, okay, so what do you want to do here? Like, we need... Like, by next Wednesday, if the government shut down, he's going to be like, okay, so, like, what is our plan? Um, they could, you know, that's going to be the challenge for McCarthy. Let's just talk about Gates for a second because we do have an item in the AM edition about Gates. He's going to file a motion to vacate. The best scenario for McCarthy is if Democrats vote to table this motion, which I don't know what they're going to do, but I would imagine that's definitely in the cards. Um, uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, so Gates kind of said, are Democrats going to help save McCarthy? I think some of them will. Because there are some of them who legitimately don't know what's on the other side of Kevin McCarthy, meaning um, what is the um, uh, who's the next speaker. And all that said, um, if he's saved by Democrats, he's going to have a tough time passing rules this Congress. I think it's good. the House is going to grind to a halt. So 
That is where we are, Anna, and I think the team at Punchbowl News is very much looking forward to a long working week and weekend. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what. Welcome to what seems to be an almost definite shutdown. All right, we are going to be watching and covering every twist and turn. If you aren't already a premium member uh, with a paid subscription, I encourage you to do so. We have been breaking news on this every single day and if you are a premium member i hope you're enjoying our our uh texts uh which is a really an in innovative and kind of different way of making sure that you're getting information as soon as we hear it as, as when it is market moving and important you'd be nuts not to get the text they're a very cool thing and we oftentimes beat our almost always beat our competition in 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 breaking these new getting you this news before anybody else all right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. What will Chuck Schumer do? That is the question uh, this morning, as more than half of the Senate Democratic Caucus has called on Senator Bob Menendez, a Democrat from New Jersey, to step down following his federal indictment on bribery and corruption charges. Of course, Schumer has said that it was right for him, for Menendez, to step down as chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, but he hasn't gone further than that. And this is going to be a big question today, uh, you know, hanging over his head ahead of the Senate Democratic lunch and, of course, the mics and the press conference after. You know, Anna, I think that we're up to like 20-something Democrats have called on Menendez to resign. You know, I remember at... Um, when we were at, at, at Politico together, uh, one of our colleagues, John Allen, always made the point that these kinds of things don't happen by accident, right? If 20 people are calling for him to resign in one day, the leadership is not trying to stem the damage here, not trying to stop the, the flood. In fact, there are some that might say they're trying to encourage it. Um, Listen, Schumer has a tough situation in front of him. He's long been close with Menendez. He's the he was the chair of the Foreign Relations Committee. The two, you know, both came from are both from the tri-state area. They both came from the House of Representatives. Um, their politics are mostly aligned. So this is I understand this is a tough scenario for him. But like you have every senator basically calling on him. Every most Democratic senators calling on him to resign from you know, from the most, the, the, from the, the embattled kind of John Testers of the world to the Bernie Sanders of the world. To interestingly enough, Gary Peters, chair of the Democratic campaign arm, that cannot be underscored. I mean, this is the guy who would be raising money to, to make sure that Menendez wins. Yeah, although Menendez would probably win, would have won either way. But yes, he is in charge of the political operation of Senate Democrats, to say the least. So it is a Menendez. Listen, Menendez is showing zero signs of, of stepping down. Zero, zero, zero signs of stepping down. So, um, I, but it'll be interesting to see what Schumer does this afternoon at two p.m. ish um, at the um, at the sticks after his their Senate lunch. And you know, this is a um, a very precarious time for Bob Menendez. But remember, Menendez is being arraigned today in Manhattan. So. Um, it'll be interesting to watch that and get uh, and see the political side of it here uh, in Washington, the Capitol. All right, let's go on to the number three story of the morning. The Vault, our very own Brendan Peterson. Man, Jake, he is doing double time because we have a special edition that is coming out later this morning. 
But he also has a very interesting item in this morning's newsletter. It is another historic day. He's reporting for the Senate Banking Committee, which will convene a markup this morning to consider cannabis banking legislation for the first time. This is the second markup we've seen from Chair Sherrod Brown this year. Um, I just go back to the the amount of financial services activity on Capitol Hill and at the agency level in Washington is really happening at a breakneck speed. Um, the big question here is, you know, will there be any deal making? It is going to be definitely not the bipartisan, you know, kind of kumbaya that we saw in the in the banking committee's first uh, he, uh, markup because there's a lot of different feelings when it comes to uh, cannabis legislation and particular the Secure and Fair Enforcement Regulation Banking Act. Wow, that's a mouthful. Or the SAFER bill. Yeah, this is the SAFE Act is a very big, um, there's bipartisan support for this. I mean, listen, the, the financial services committee, the Senate Banking Committee rather, rather is um, is moving at a pace that we haven't seen in a long time, meaning they're marking up bills, which they haven't done for a long time. Um, you know, this is a... Uh, we'll have to see how the what the House Financial Services Committee does. I think they've been a little bit skeptical of this. Uh, Patrick Patrick McHenry has said he's willing to take a look at anything. They, he wants the Senate to take a look at his bills. But this is a big. This is a, a an issue that is going to get resolved at some point. I mean, people who are in marijuana businesses that are legal in some states are having trouble banking and and things like that. So this is a an idea whose, according to the supporters, whose time has come. But um, going to face some challenges, of course, and um, you know, it is. It, will it get signed into law? I don't know. It, it doesn't look like it, but uh, it's getting its due right now, which is which is definitely new. And there's going to be amendments, which is going to be very interesting to see what passes, what doesn't. There's obviously kind of odd bedfellows that come together when it comes to cannabis legislation. You know, Cynthia Loomis, the Republican from Wyoming, a driving force on this uh, issue and behind the latest section, uh, one of the sections of the bill uh, is going to be really interesting to see where everything shakes out. I'm going to be very closely watched hearing uh, this morning. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it on social media. Give us a rating and review. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. Have a great day and stay safe.